Hey guys, welcome to episode 75 of Chat with Matt. Thanks for joining me, guys. Like I say, if you get any value from this podcast, which you will, leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes. And we're going to bring it again today. You're going to get some value. So you may as well pause the podcast, pay the fee, tell a friend, ring a co-worker, share with a family member. And uh, yeah, let's roll this one out. So we're going to talk about the six bullshit nutrition myths, excuse my swearing, excuse me French, that I see with nutrition. Now, we jump on Instagram, we jump on social media, we jump on Facebook and we always see a new ad comes up, you know, new diet to try. Mate, the marketing's so good, I almost want to try it because that's what I was like in the past. I would always want to jump on these diets, always looking for the solution, but the truth is they're not going to fix you. That meal plan that you're looking at, that celebrity program that that influences diet, number one, he didn't even write it. He's got someone writing his diet. He's got someone writing his ebooks. Just think about that before you buy their next product. But have you ever dieted or you have you ever had a friend that's dieted for six to ten weeks, lost a bunch of weight and put it all back on? You know, as soon as they stopped with that meal plan, they've gone back to their old diet and they've put all the weight back on. Do you know someone? Or it may have happened to you. And then we think the solution is to do more and more and more, you know, do more gym classes, do more cardio, and um, and that weight's still not going. Now, if you want fat loss, you are going to have to pay attention to your nutrition. It doesn't matter how hard you train. It doesn't matter how long you train. It doesn't matter how many sessions you're doing. If you are not accounting for calories and energy output, which is steps, movement, if you're not tracking these two things, you are not going to get fat loss because you'll never out-train the calories you're eating. Never, man, unless you want to train for 20 hours a day, which is impossible. You know, nutrition myth number one that I'm busting is you got to eat every two to four hours. Get many meals in because it speeds up your metabolism. That is bullshit. You do not need to eat every two to four hours. You do not need to eat little small meals. Your body sees calories as a daily budget, and it's not even a daily budget. It sees it over a weekly budget. So if you track calories, for example, let's say I'm eating 2,000 calories and I'm losing weight. So I'm in a calorie deficit, which means I'm eating below my maintenance and I'm staying at 2,000 calories. Now, whether I eat that 2,000 calories in 16 meals, whether I eat it in two meals, as long as I'm eating 2,000 calories, I will lose weight. Hope that helps. Now, myth number two, eat low carb because obviously a lot of people talk about, in obviously people talk a lot about insulin problems. Now, yes, having high carbohydrates is going to spike insulin. Now, if insulin is spiked, what does this mean? 
it doesn't mean much because people have got this thing about insulin spiking, protein spikes insulin. We get it. If you got diabetes, the worst thing you can do is overeat. Put on more body fat. Now, regardless if you're eating low carb, if you're eating higher fat, if you're not accounting for calories, if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not losing body fat, you're not healthy, regardless of what insulin does. If insulin rises, I'm not saying go and eat donuts all day, but I'm saying account for total calories because not knowing how much you're consuming throughout the day, putting on more body fat is going to increase your insulin levels, is going to increase your uh, cholesterol. You're worse off putting on more fat than your, you know, than your temporary insulin spike. So account for calories, whether that's low carb, high carb. I recommend high carb, especially if you're doing cardio, high intensity training, because carbohydrates is going to be your main fuel source. Next one, cut out alcohol if you want to lose fat. Now, if you're not a drinker, that's fine. But if you are a drinker and you enjoy a one, one wine on the weekend or a couple during the week, you should not cut out alcohol. If that's going to drive you absolutely mad and it's a part of you, it's a part of your family, like I go to Sunday lunches at my nonna's. My nonna loves it. He gets out the wine, his house-made wine. You know, you have a couple glasses and... Um, Feels like you're in a visa, getting your drinks free forward. Um, strong shit, normal. Good stuff, mate. But um, yeah, if it's a part of you know your culture, it's part of you, your friends. Don't cut it out. Enjoy it. This is about balance. That's what people need to understand. Dieting should not be restrictive. Restrictive. It's, it's your diet. It's your lifestyle. So don't cut out the things you love. This is where a lot of people go wrong. They'll get a meal plan. The trainer will tell them, the trainer who's not even a nutrition coach, she's done probably a TAFE course on it, but don't get me started there. And he's not even qualified to write a meal plan. He'll write up a meal plan and tell them to hit a certain amount of calories. Now what happens is, if I tell you to cut out alcohol, cut out rice, cut out bread, eat vegetables, eat protein, do you think you'll lose weight? Of course you will. Now you're thinking, Matt, look, I've lost weight before following a meal plan, but I'm not counting calories. Yeah, you're not counting calories, but the calories you are eating, that meal plan has been all measured out. So you feel like you're not counting, you're following a meal plan, Technically, you are counting calories because you're following the portion sizes. And this is what messes a lot of people up because they're given this sample meal plan. And this meal plan has gone out to thousands of people, hundreds of people. And everyone's working off the same thing. We've all got different uh, maintenance levels, different activities, different hormone, pro uh, hormone profiles. And... Giving the same meal plan to all these people, that's what's messing up the industry and it's messing up a lot of people. So 
obviously that's how they trick you into doing it. They get you to eliminate these processed foods or sugars or alcohols or white foods and they just put you in a calorie deficit without you knowing you're in a calorie deficit. You think there's something magic about the meal plan, but that's bullshit. Anyway, number four, eliminate all processed foods and sugars, like I just said. How about you just keep your sanity, keep a balance, and track your processed foods. So include them. If you're going to go have McDonald's, eat McDonald's, but track it. If you're going to go and have Donut King, that was one of my favorites, go and have Donut King, but track it. As long as you account for calories, you're going to be fine. Make sure you're hitting your proteins, like I said in yesterday's podcast, and calories, and you'll be fine. What about the apple cider one? Number five, drink apple cider vinegar first thing in the morning. Have this, and it's just, it's just going to burn through all the calories you've eaten. So don't worry if you've eaten 4,000 calories yesterday. Wake up in the morning. Don't worry. Sorry, guys, I just lost you. Now, don't worry if you've eaten 4,000 calories yesterday. Wake up in the morning, have a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, and you're going to be fine. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty much speechless here. But, guys, I just recommend you take this same time the same amount of time it'll take you to get out the apple cider vinegar, to get that tablespoon out, to bloody mix it with water, if you haven't it with water. Take that five minutes and pre-log a full day worth of food into my fitness pal. Pre-log your, fu- your foods. Don't meal prep them. Pre-log them so you know exactly what's coming in. That will serve you more than the apple cider vinegar. Now, there are some benefits to the apple cider vinegar, but it is not going to make you lose fat. It will make you lose fat if you have it with a calorie deficit. But you can have a donut uh, first thing in the morning. And that can make you lose weight too, as long as you're accounting for it. All right, cutting out dairy. That's another one. Now, if you have if you have a clinically diagnosed issue, diagnosed by your doctor, for example, if you're lactose intolerant, then yes cut out dairy but if you haven't why are you cutting it out if you really enjoy dairy now this is where a lot of people go wrong they say they're lactose intolerant and I say how long have you cut out dairy for they said oh I've cut it out for two years you make yourself lactose intolerant when you cut out foods for a long period of time that's how you create these intolerances so Guys, just be wary. If you if you love your um, you know your large cappuccinos, have your large cappuccinos. Don't cut it out unless your doctor's told you to. Now, you're just being marketed to every day, guys. Doesn't matter what diet you're on, what diet you've seen results on in the past. In one way or another, you're in a calorie deficit. You were eating less and you were expending more, so you were doing more. You know, if you're eating sugar every day, if you're drinking three times a week, if you're eating processed foods five times a week, and then I just came out, like I said, and I said, cut all these out from your diet, 
keep training the same or don't even train, you're obviously going to lose weight because you're eating a 1,000 less calories a day just by eliminating those foods. But what happens once we reintroduce those foods? Once we go to a wedding or once we go out with our mates and have a few drinks, you blow up and then you add on more fat cells because when we lose fat, we shrink fat cells. The second you bounce off this diet and you put all the weight back on, you blow up. You increase fat cells. Sorry, you add on fat cells. You don't increase them. Now, you can't get rid of these fat cells. They're, they're on you forever. You can get them surgically removed, but you cannot make them disappear. So every time you yo-yo diet, jump off a diet, binge, jump off a diet, binge, you're adding on new fat cells. That's why it makes it harder and harder every time to lose this fat. Now, guys, before I sign off, there's no magic to any of this, just great marketing. If you can control calories, energy balance, you'll lose weight. So if you control the calories coming in, the foods, and the energy you expend, so through walking, through movement, if you control them, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose fat. I did not learn this at TAFE. <laughs> All right, guys, I've worked with real people. I've seen great results. There's no reason why I can't help you. If you want to learn more about my interval fat loss system, it is going to change the world. Like this program, it was built during COVID. And it's just, it has been a blessing. Like the results we're getting, it's been unbelievable. So guys, if you'd like to learn more, text me personally, 0421-457-464. Find me at Move With Matt on Instagram, Move With Matt on Facebook, and send me a message. Let me help you. Stop trying to figure this out on your own. Send me an email, Matthew Manka, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-M-A-N-C-A, at movewithmat.com.au. And let me help you. Let me get you there. All right, guys. Hope this helps. Hope you got something from this podcast. And like I said, if you have not paid the fee, tell a friend. Tyson's signing off. He's giving us a bark. And um, yeah, let me know who your listeners are. I can't, I cannot see who's listening, but I see the support there, guys. So I appreciate you guys so much. Whether you're at the gym, you're driving, you're walking, you're running, you're moving with Matt. Have a great day, guys.